0: Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we celebrate the beauty of being a nerd by learning about nerdy things from fellow nerds. I'm your nerd for the day, Joy Bork. There are very few times in my life when I will dance. And let's be real, most of these include being exhausted, standing in the back of the room in a tech booth, and moving my body just enough to let my awkward, anxious wiggles get out. I don't dance at weddings, but sometimes I will feel the music in a room that I'm in, and I can't help it. I maybe dance with my fingers. Mm -hmm. In my early college years, I attended a Zumba class or three with my floor mates, Hannah, Jess, and Danny, and I remember the feel of the music, the rhythm of the beat, and the movements that we were invited into. I remember feeling so awkward and yet having so much fun engaging in this experience with my lady friends. And now, here we are. I'm about to introduce you to a real-life, dance-loving Zumba instructor who has brought overwhelming joy to my soul. So without further ado, here's my new friend Beverly to share with us all about her lifelong love of dance.
1: I'm Beverly Davis Schuler. Wow, this is my first interview and I haven't even thought about introducing myself, but uh, that is who I am. My name, I am an African-American mom. Um, I have three wonderful sons in my life and a transition of my life where things are new to me right now. I'm coming out of my home and stepping into the world and uh, into new challenges and learning a lot about myself and people and the world all on my own. It's awesome. And you're spontaneous. I'm very spontaneous. Yes. (laughs) Very Uh, spontaneous. (laughs) Can you tell the story real quick of how we met? Oh, yes. I was out for a celebration of one of my sons in a restaurant. And you and Becca were sitting behind us. And I could hear you guys laughing and having a good time over there. And although I was having a good time with my sons, I kind of turned around and I'm like, what are you guys doing? and Then I heard the Uno at some point, and I was like, I want (laughs) to (laughs) play. And I guess you guys thought I was joking, but I was so serious. You were so,
0: I checked three times. You were so
1: serious. I was so serious. And when I realized that you were truly inviting me, I was like, okay, let's do this. And what a wonderful time it was. It was Mm -hmm. so fun. It was so (laughs) fun. And
0: your kids didn't know what to do with us. They were like, mom,
1: (laughs) what are you doing? They're like, oh, no, you you don't understand. They were like, oh, God, she's found two other people that are similar to her. They're actually going to do this with her. Yes, (laughs) that's what that was all about. (laughs) That's amazing.
0: Oh, it was such a good night. Okay. It's like no one puts Bev in a corner.
1: That's right.
0: (laughs) That is right. Mm. I will take that and run with it.
1: So (laughs) you sat
0: down and you joined us, and I asked you, what do you like nerding out about? And what did you tell me?
1: Um, The first thing I I think I said was dancing, wasn't it? It sure was. Yes, for sure. And it's beautiful. No doubt. No doubt. Okay. When
0: you think of dancing, what do you think of?
1: Oh, community. The first time I remember dancing with other people was doing a block party when I was about nine years old. And everyone was moving and the music was just made me want to move too. And, and oh my goodness, that's when I discovered that I knew how to dance. Yes. Uh, It was one of those Michael Jackson moments. Everyone just moved out of the way and let me have the floor. And (laughs) I tore it up, okay? I tore it up. (laughs) I believe you. I totally believe you. So from there, my mom found a community dance. What was it? Martin Dance. And I did that for a couple of years until the dance teacher got pregnant. You know, that wasn't available to us anymore. But I kept up with my own thing, followed my own favorite dancers. And even when I had kids and Janet Jackson came out, I hung with the girl. That's amazing. <laughs> so and then Zumba came along. I yes, was teaching at a YMCA and I was going to a cycling class and there was a representative from Zumba organization doing a demonstration and I heard the music and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> you know, and I just started moving and I just gravitated to the room and when I poked my eye in the window, the director of fitness, she saw me and she did one of these numbers to me. Hey. And I went on in and uh, she said, Do you want to stay and hear about this? And I'm like, of course, but I have a class. And she says, I got your class. You check this out.
0: Mm -hmm. And
1: I just absolutely fell in love with Zumba to learn uh, other genre of music and dance. Again, that just brought my community, you know, dancing and and moving with people. So I became a Zumba instructor and it just went from one thing to the next, to the next. And I'm loving every moment of it until COVID. But yeah, that was rough. (laughs) It's okay. Uh, I had to adapt. A lot of the gyms closed and the Y was one at the time. And so I had to find another source of income for myself. Yeah. And I'm no longer teaching Zumba at the time, but I'm still dancing. And I'll I'll eventually go back to teaching it. For
0: humans that don't know what Zumba is, can you describe Mm -hmm. what the
1: experience is like? If you didn't have a fitness gym, a class to go to. But say you were walking down your neighborhood street and someone had their music just a little bit too loud and you could hear it. And the closer you got, it got louder and it, was, it started to move you. Mm-hmm. So the boy, when you put down your inhibitions, you were jamming with the music, you mm-hmm. know, and then you, you let it go. And before you know it, if you open your eyes, there's lots of other people around you grooving to the music with you. That's a Zumba experience. Mm. May not necessarily know the moves when you get there, but by the time the song goes off, you would have experienced a Zumba moment. It's yeah, totally cool. That's a really good way of describing
0: it. I took yeah. a, a handful of Zumba classes in college. And mm-hmm. I'm not super coordinated. I'm coordinated enough. But I remember mm-hmm. just these moments of hilarity with my friends as we laughed at each other, trying really hard to, <laughs> to do this well. But it's, ah, it we're here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. What does dance enable you to do
1: in the world? Express myself. Mm. Express who I am, how I feel. Express How big I am. I'm more than this five foot four female that you see standing before Mm. you. And I can do more than have babies. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You sure (laughs) can. and, And clean a house. At one time, that was okay with me. But like I said, this transition has truly opened my eyes. And it's all been good. It truly has been. It's beauty of redemption in a lot of ways. Yeah. What do you like about yourself when you're dancing? My movement my flow, the fluidity from my head to my toes, that I control it. Yeah. My spirit is controlling this body. Mm-hmm. That's what I like about it. When I say that, I mean my inward me. Yeah. Is controlling this physical being. Right. As an instructor,
0: I'm assuming you have classes of, like, upwards of... 20, 30? How many people could does it range up to? You
1: hit it right on the nail between okay. 20, 30
0: people in the gym. You're a very observant human. And so I'm yes. like putting myself in your shoes at the front of the room. You're looking out at this room full of humans that are joining you in this expression. What do you notice about them? What kind of growth are you looking for? Are you coaching? What do you learn about them by watching them?
1: I'm looking at how they're receiving me. I'm looking at how they're looking at me. If it's someone whose head is down in their own in their own world, I can't really engage in them to them. But if there's someone who's making eye contact with me, who is looking at my movement and truly receiving what I'm doing and trying to mimic it, or showing me what they can do and I'm like wow yeah and then I try to do what they're doing and it's that like a a sense of respect yes I see you I see you it's totally awesome and at some point the ones whose eyes are down I make a connection I literally have to go and squat down and get them to look Mm. up and move with them to make them Hey, we're here with you. And it may not happen that night, but if they keep coming before you know it, they're with us. Mm. And it's awesome. I just enjoy that. I like seeing the girl. Yeah. Um, The one who was tripping over their feet and felt so awkward and stood at the back of the class all the time. But at some point now, they've moved to the center of the room. And they know the moves and they feel confident. And, you know, you see their chest ride. And I love to see that. I've had so many people share how Zumba has changed their lives. Yeah. And um, that's just awesome. That's just amazing. For those listeners that aren't
0: watching, what I just saw in Beverly is that her body was demonstrating the people that she was watching. So, like, when she was talking about the human with the head down, her head was down. When she talked about searching out that human, like, it was the reach down and the search and the drawing up. But then the more you talked about it, the bigger you became, which then ties right into the thing you love about it is being able to embrace your bigness. And so there's a whole part of me that's like, I'm I'm secondhand excited here. This is becoming becoming. Like, this feels like embodiment. This feels like a
1: true expression of who you are. Yes. It's interesting that you use the word big when I shared an experience of coming out of COVID. And I went to um, buy some what I call fresh clothes, Mm -hmm. new clothes. Yeah. And I immediately went to the size that in my head I thought I was. Uh Uh-huh. Never even trying them on because at that time you couldn't really try on a lot of clothes at the store. So right. But by by the time I get home, I would have to go back to the store, not once, but twice to exchange the size of my clothes because of my head. I was buying this big size when in actuality, I was three size smaller. Interesting. So I'm like, Whoa. <laughs> I better huh. look at myself in the mirror. I'm not as big as I think. I think I am physically, hmm. but in my mind,
0: I am. That's a different kind of big. Because there's the perception of your physical presence, but then there's, like, how you show up in the room as you. Exactly. But the type of big I've heard you describe with personality isn't I'm going to take up all the space in the room. The type of big I've heard you talk about is I'm going to be here and I'm going to invite you to join me in this big because the bigger we get together, the more community
1: and connection we have. Absolutely. But the big that I'm talking about that was stuck in my mind was a psychological big that Mm -hmm. comes from another place. Right. I'm trying to separate the two. (laughs) I get rid of that negative one (laughs) anyways.
0: I hear you. But it sounds like you're making really good movement. Oh,
1: yes. I am. You're doing
0: it. Yes, I am. I'm doing it and loving it. When you look back over your life and your experience with dance, what are some of the moments that, like scanning over the timeline, pop up and bring you a whole new sense of of joy or wonder?
1: When one of the ladies from the Y, she had knee surgeries and had gone through so many physical therapy sessions where she was just about to give up, um, Mm. even trying. I had been acquainted with her before. And when I heard that she was going to go someplace where uh, we weren't going to see her as often, I just pleaded with her to give the Zumbo Gold a chance. Just come and give me a few, just give me a few weeks. That's all I asked, a few weeks. And before she knew it, she was doing the Zumba shuffle and mm. the Cupid shuffle and high knees and lunges and squats and with this biggest grin on her face. It's amazing. And all that talk about going to this facility and, mm. and possibly having to have other surgeries on her knees were gone. Mm. With her disposition changing and being so positive and confident, she just got so much stronger that there was no no need for that anymore. That really meant a lot for me. Still does, means a lot to me. So many stories of people who benefited from my little bit of joy at the YMCA. <laughs> Can you tell me one more? Uh, let's see. When my son William, my youngest son, uh, it was around a, a Halloween. I think it was like in sixth or seventh grade. And he asked if he could come to the end of my Zumba class. He wanted to show me something he had been working on. Now he'd asked for Michael Jackson costume for Halloween, and a couple of months earlier, a set of patent leather penny loafers. Mm -hmm. And I was off. I'm like, what does he want with penny loafers? But I got him the penny loafers, and he got his little costume. So I said, sure, you can come at this particular time. So he comes and. Towards the end of my Zumba class, I, I tell my class that I want to introduce my son, William. He has something he wants to show us. And he walks in with the costume on <laughs> and the little black hat. And he strut his stuff in and he flipped me the playlist. And he says, Push this button for me, mom. And I did. And <laughs> he tore up the floor. It was That's amazing. amazing. It was amazing. Moon slides and moonwalking or whatnot. It was just great. He had them screaming at the tops of their lungs. It is on YouTube. Good. (laughs) Just absolutely amazing. Just blew my mind. So he had been practicing downstairs in the basement, and that's what he wanted those penny loafers for. (laughs) So he could do his moonwalk. Good for him. (laughs) Nice and easily. That uh, brought joy to my heart. That was a special connection I had with him. That was cool. That's so cool. Final
0: question. What do you wish people knew about dance? Or what do you think they
1: get wrong about dance? That there's no right or wrong. There's Mm -hmm. no right or wrong way to dance. There are no steps. There are no special movements. You just close your eyes. Feel the beat. And let your inside come out. You used the word inhibition
0: earlier. I have very high levels of dance inhibition. For humans like me, what are like one or two small steps that we can take toward being able to release inhibition?
1: When you close your eyes, what makes you smile? Connecting. So if connecting makes you smile, and the inhibition is keeping you from doing something. You might want to try just a little harder to lower that inhibition for just a few seconds. You'd be surprised what a few
0: seconds can do. Wise words from a fantastic woman.
1: Oh, you're, you're there too sweet. There we are.
0: Thank you for spending time with me. This was delightful. Thank you for having
1: me. Thank I'm you for having so me. I'm so happy. Absolutely amazing.
0: And it's, well, we're back to the beginning where we're talking about letting down your inhibitions. Like, you came over to our table and played
1: Uno with us. That's right. That's right. You let down your inhibitions because I'm sure you were probably like, who is this lady? (laughs) But you invited me in and how cool it was. I'm so, so grateful to have met you and I
0: look forward to where our friendship goes from here.
1: Likewise. The best to you.
0: So here we are. This interview brings such a smile to my face. I so love how Beverly enters into the world, how she invites those around her to release their inhibitions, be present, and to join her in the beauty of movement. I am so grateful for how Beverly said yes, first to the game, which then led to this interview, and now is leading into a beautiful, growing friendship. You truly are an amazing human, Beverly. Thank you for sharing your time and your stories with me. If you've got a flavor of nerd that you want me to celebrate, I would love to hear all about it. So go ahead and email me at herewearethepodcast at gmail.com and tell me everything. And guys, I really mean it. Like I love taking time to sit and make space for nerd to be celebrated. If you really like this podcast and wanna financially support what I'm doing, head on over to patreon.com Search for Here We Are, the podcast, and sign up for one of the many, many beautifully and sassily written support tiers that I'm really proud of. So until next time, don't forget that curiosity wins, and the world needs more nerds. Bye!